When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Rice Sports Network. On the Rice Sports Network from Learfield, live from Fod Rockers at the Houston Greenway Plaza, welcome to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. The Jose Cruz Jr. Show is brought to you by AT&T Sportsnet, IBEW Local 716, by Carbot, crafted for serious fun. And by Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburgers. See us on the regionals, see us in the super regionals, and see us in Omaha. That's the goal, and be the last man standing and plant that old English R in the middle of the mound to celebrate. Now to lead things off, along with the coach, here's the voice of the Owls, J.P. Heath. Yes, yes, yes. We are back here at Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburgers, Fuddruckers, for our weekly visit with Jose Cruz Jr., the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Thanks for joining us tonight here. A, uh, a nice Monday afternoon turning into Monday evening here. 3929 Southwest Freeway, that Wesleyan exit every Monday, 7 to 8, the rest of the season. Book it. Put it in your calendar now if you so choose. But you catch us tonight on the Rice Owls Game Day app, riceowls.com, and the Varsity Network app. Thanks to Walter Engineering keeping us on air and uh, Zach back in the studio tonight. Appreciate those guys. Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburgers. Whether your crave is grilled onions, crispy bacon, three cheese, or all the above, we've got you our produce, homemade buns, always fresh and delicious. Come by and create your crave today. At Fuddruckers, your boy today got a chicken sandwich. Uh, so I don't think uh, they hold it against me with the uh, world's greatest hamburgers and all. But there's such a big menu here at, at Fuddruckers. Uh, my guy Charles in the back cooking said, come on, I'll get you a shrimp po' boy. I said, Charles, I've already eaten. So he's going to get me a, a po' boy next week. And uh, they've had a lot of great plant-based stuff, fresh greens, and on the sweet side as well. Chicken fingers, a lot of chicken, uh, and the wings as well, which are excellent. And uh, they've got the, of course, Fuddruckers bar. You can dress up the burger, sandwich, whatever you so choose. The uh, Space Age soda machines over there. And the lever of cheese, which, yes, I utilize to get my tots nice and cheesy. Appreciate you all tuning in and coming on out here uh, another great crowd here uh in the gallery tonight uh on the show of course have bixby family at baseball coach jose cruz jr uh owls fell this weekend at uh, louisiana tech there were some positive things that came out of uh this past weekend we'll talk about that we have assistant strength and conditioning coach rick Karash. we call him crash what do you think coach good enough 
Put me on a plan? Good? All right. Uh, I, I, we will talk more about um, his weightlifting tips for me, but no, how he uh, preps the guys. His eighth year here at Rice. I was surprised at that, Coach, when I saw that, uh, doing some uh, recon on you. But uh, he is uh, a great asset for us. And on the player's side, we have Mr. Howe Hughes. Howe, appreciate it. There he is. Thank you, Howe, for uh, coming on out. And we have a Jack Rydell cheering section uh, tonight. And we were able to get Jack Rydell and his mullet on the show. Jack, you ready for this? I don't think Jack knew he was getting No, appreciate it. I shouldn't uh, scare them away. Appreciate coming up here to the high table. But Jack, uh, Houston proud. Uh, we'll talk about his uh, recent surge at the plate. A couple dingers over the weekend up in uh, Feisty, Rustin. And then Coach comes back and we preview the upcoming week's opponents. Got those Sam Houston State Bearcats. We drive on by that big Sam Houston statue and go up to the uh, big East Texas town of Huntsville. That's coming up tomorrow. Uh, and head coach Jay Siriani's team, and then former Al Patrick Hallmark and his UTSA Roadrunners come into Reckling Park this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But stay tuned. Coming up next, we'll get the show rolling here. Back from Fuddruckers, we'll have Bixby Family Head Baseball Coach Jose Cruz Jr. Back with more next, the Jose Cruz Jr. Show from Learfield. Back in a moment. Head on over to Little Woodrow's in Rice Village. They've got post-game drink specials a college student can't refuse. On Thursdays, enjoy college nights with $2 domestic drafts and $3 shots. Any other day, bring your Rice ID and get more great specials. With a large patio deck, board games, and trivia nights, Little Woodrow's is definitely the place to be. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date with our upcoming events. Little Woodrow's, the official Rice Owls game day headquarters. Rockets fans, AT&T Sportsnet is your home for everything Rockets. And the Rockets have come from behind! Stay up to date with your favorite team and follow ATT Sportsnet SW on social media for exclusive content. I'm excited. Go behind the scenes with Kaylee Griffin for insight on what's going on around the team. We get set for what's sure to be a season to remember. Plus, new episodes of Rockets All Access. Turn to AT&T Sportsnet from pregame to postgame. Watch every game only on AT&T Sportsnet. Houston, we have a cocktail. All hands canned cocktails are made with six times distilled craft vodka at a sturdy 10% ABV to ensure you never have to sacrifice the quality of your provisions. Now available in six natural flavors, including raspberry lemonade, ruby red grapefruit, cherry limeade, cranberry, and vodka soda at Vodka Tonic Classics. Follow the adventure on Instagram at, at DrinkAllHands and try these bar strength cocktails for yourself at the next game. All hands, damn fine cocktails. Proud sponsor of Rice Athletics. Last time on College Sports Now. You ever heard of Fox outside in the wild, Norlander? I have not. Ooh, server. I heard it last night. We let my dog out. All of a sudden, she takes off. When my wife was like, what's going on out here? I was like, there's a fox. Let's go see if we can see it. But by the time we got to turn the corner, the fox let out a... Follow College Sports Now on Twitter, at CSNowTweets. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, like TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. at Fuddruckers at the Houston Greenway Plaza. This is the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Now alongside the coach, let's rejoin J.P. Heath. Yes, yes, yes. Every Monday night here at Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburgers. I forget if I said specifically, but it's the Southwest Freeway location. It's in my notes, but uh, you can't trust those sometimes. But 3929 Southwest Freeway, right by the cars all uh, buzzing around that Wesleyan exit here. But the Southwest Freeway location right now, speaking with Bixby Family Head Baseball Coach of a Rice House, Jose Cruz Jr. Coach, happy Monday. Things all right? Happy Monday. How are you? I can't complain. Uh, thoughts on this weekend uh, at La Tech did not uh, go our way, but you, you did get the win Tuesday against HBU, uh, against Coach Berkman and the Huskies. But uh, just overall thoughts of the of the whole week gone by here. Um, I thought we pitched very well. Uh, we were very competitive. I thought we were in every game. Um, the games are pretty close. Um, two swings did us in on Friday. I thought Cooper pitched excellent. Um, and then the next day, De Leon pitched very well. Um, so we just had we had a, just an unfortunate just series of events in in, uh, in the fifth inning, I believe it was, where they ended up scoring four runs. Um, they used their short porch really and, and mm -hmm. punished us. Hit a ball probably 316 feet that killed us. Um, 
So, uh, and then the, the following day, I thought Burbank pitched great and Linsky pitched great. It was pretty close, ended up being 3-1. A very competitive game against some really good opponents. Their pitching staff was very good. They were they were strong. Their starters were strong. I mean, we had some some really good at bats. Uh, um, definitely, uh, the star of the weekend was Jack Rydell. I thought he swung the bat great. Um, showed some power. Hit some timely homers uh, for us as well. So, which was great. Um, needed. Uh, and and some of the guys they competed well. I mean, Garibay, Smiggy, they they competed well. So just got to keep rolling, you know, have faith that, that things are going to turn in our direction. We will get some breaks. We will be the team that hits those, those two swings, and those will be the difference. So, I mean, I think we're, we're, we're trending in a good direction as far as what we're trying to do and what we're trying to execute. You've been relentlessly positive lately. Uh, no surprise there, but how, how do you keep the rest of the, the team, even the coaching staff, positive attitude with the struggles? Obviously, you mentioned we'll, we'll diagram more of that wacky game that so much stuff could have gone the other way that, that just broke LaTeX's way, but how do, you, how do you keep them upbeat and well, uh, positive? I, I mean, it's like it's every, every time I, I feel, and people think I'm crazy, I feel like I'm going to win every game before when we go after it, right? We get after mm-hmm. it, I feel like we're going to win. We have enough to win. Um, but ultimately, it's, it's, it just becomes uh, the mentality of trying to focus on the task at hand and what we're trying to do and, and play your opponent and see what their weaknesses are and how to attack them and just find a way to, to, to win that moment and win that battle. And, I mean, that's how I go about my business and trying to spread that uh, to the guys, just be able to control what they can control, get yourself in position to succeed and just do it over and over and over again. Um, execute the simple things, just be good at the fundamental things, and, and things will work out. You've seen a lot of baseball over the years. Uh, you've seen a windier game than we had that Sunday and affecting a game the way you did. We had a couple windy ones earlier mm-hmm. at home and then the cold and windy conditions, but wasn't it wild how the wind just, I mean, it, it looked oh, yeah. it it was like just blowing the ball. Wall. Yeah. Like, like some of the balls looked like, I mean, they hit a brick wall. Um, which, which was fascinating, but sometimes that's how it plays. You know, as, a, as an outfielder, as a baseball player, really. I mean, my dad taught me that the first thing I do when I, when I stepped on the baseball field is look up at the flag and see how that's, how that's playing right away. I mean, for, for a hitter, that creates your approach right away. Um, and for a fielder, especially an outfielder, the, when the ball goes up, it's gonna, the wind's going to affect it, especially if it's windy. So you, you make your adjustments accordingly. Depending, like in the case uh, in in um, La Tech on Sunday, the wind was blowing in from center field, kind of across a little bit to left. So as a as a center fielder, if I was playing center, I knew that any ball hit that way, I had to charge if it was hit more into left center because it was going to die. And then vice versa, if I'm if I'm playing left field, I had to I had to make sure that I attacked every ball to left center because I w- I had a ch- had a shot of catching it when when other days I probably wouldn't have. On Friday, for sure, you wouldn't have had a chance because the, the, the field played completely different. But, you know, little things like that, just being able to have that, um, that wherewithal as a baseball player, um, you know, it's, it's definitely welcomed. And, and we got a little home cooking there. That they, they understood their win a little better than we did. On, on the pitching side of things, you mentioned that was one big positive. Uh, Matthew Linsky, career-high eight strikeouts and the uh, career-high three innings pitched in there. Uh, discuss him as, as the big fella continues to do things. He's got the microscopic. Mm-hmm. Uh, heck, he hasn't allowed an, an earned run on the season, but uh, he, he's 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 blowing folks away. And uh, right. Just well, we're trying to trying to put him in a position to to help us win some games and 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 give him the lead late in the game. Every time we've done that, we we've succeeded. So we were we were just contemplating what to do with with the with the pitching staff on Sunday, and and Burbank was was the obvious. A candidate for us to start, and we've we've um, we've been messing around with some things. Like uh, we, we talk a lot about the the pitch calling and and what I want him to do, and we're on the same page about it. Mm-hmm. So ever since uh, I believe we started, uh, I started calling some pitches in Marshall. So him and I were talking about it since Marshall, and I thought for the most part he's pitched fairly well uh, since then, and. And then he pitched against HBU, and we were able to to do some different things with him, as far as the way you you go about attacking hitters. And he loved it. And then we did the same thing on Sunday, and and that was probably his best performance. I mean, that team is very good offensively. He was able to keep them off balance. I mean, he made one mistake, I believe, and it was uh, that homer to Niederville. 
Um, you know, but things like that happen. That's a solo shot, no big deal. But he pitched and gave us five innings that, you know, we were, we were hoping for three, and he gave us five. And, you know, next thing you know, here comes Linsky. And we're like, we're trying to, we're trying to just say, hey, let, let's, let's stop their, their, their lineup, see if we can just get a rally going offensively. And he came in, dominated the first inning, and then, hey, you're going out for a second, no problem. Dominated the second inning, and it's like, hey, how are you feeling? Can you go to third? He's like, absolutely. So he went out, had a couple guys on base, and, um, and Coulter went out there to, to go talk to him, and he's like, no, no, I want it. I want it. He was very, very adamant about staying in the game, even though he had guys on first and third. I, I was, I was the hoping that the, the, his first earned runs didn't happen then. But he came in and, and bared down, struck out the next two guys, and, I mean, it was, it was pretty impressive. It was probably the most impressive three innings I've seen uh, by any pitcher this year. Is that a spot where you think, again, this is probably a longer podcast or a different type of discussion uh, than the setting we have here, but with Linsky, extending him, is that you do something like that midseason, or is that more of an offseason adjustment, or now that he's gone three, okay, maybe go three for a couple starts, because obviously mm -hmm. he's such a valuable weapon, yeah. you want to use that as much as yeah, possible. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he, he's a guy that we know for sure now he can give us two innings. So, I mean, he could be a guy that ends up pitching the seventh and the eighth or the sixth and the seventh, depending on who's, who, what part of the lineup is up uh, at that point for the opposition. And maybe he gets to face that high leverage portion of the opposition's lineup. And then we'll figure out how to, how to get the ninth going. But if he can throw three innings and we can, you know, guarantee he can guarantee us three innings, I mean, we'll take that chance with him because he has been, I think, that formidable. I mean, definitely one of the more or most unhittable guys so far this year in college baseball. More on Burbank, too, because uh, the, the two good starts he had, he has first career win at the Division One level Tuesday, and then kind of a uh, professional. He had four days rest, uh, but then he, he pitched that uh, good game you elaborated on. Uh, but, but he's a guy that, I mean, played at San Jack, has been a popular rice destination and done well for us in the past. But just explain how he's settled into the groove. I was going to ask you, like you got Rydell settling in, but guys mm -hmm. that – are settling into this uh, this groove here right. that are starting to perform really well for you here, this middle yeah, point of the sure. season. Um, you know, try to get guys in in many different positions and give a bunch of guys a bunch of different opportunities and different looks and in the hopes that some guys will just grab hold of that opportunity and not let go and just, you know, keep it, right? I think Jackson, he's a great example. He's done a really good job of, of, of taking the opportunity and grabbing hold of it and just keeping it, you know, playing with urgency. It's great. Um, and his results are showing, which is awesome. Um, the, with Burbank, it's been the same thing. We weren't sure how to do it. I think they were, the way he was pitching at the beginning of the year was a little different. Um, that's when we started talking about what to do or what I, I was expecting him to do and how he was going to get used. And he, he loved it. He bought in to what we're trying to do and to basically keep the ball down and use that changeup properly and the curveball properly, depending on, how, on who was up. And, and I told him, though, that I needed to have that, that fastball command, especially on the inside part of the plate, very important for his success, and he bought in. And he's done a really good job about making sure that the guys end up feeling that fastball inside and keeping guys, you know, honest. And, and I thought, against, again, against La Tech, he did a really good job against some really, really good hitters. You know, so he had them off balance. They were all not sure what to do. And, and he came out there with with five really, really good innings. So hopefully, I mean, he'll end up starting again. I mean, a guy that can throw five innings like that, you know, we, we definitely need, we need more of. So for him to do that was great for us. I mean, it, it opens up uh, different things and different avenues for us to be able to use our pitchers a little bit differently. You also have Hal Hughes here tonight. Uh, speak to how he's settled in and the rest of the defense has followed suit. Uh, seven, eight straight games going back in the lineup. And he made a couple plays. We haven't talked since the Sunday game, mm -hmm. but how he made plays that other guys uh, make, would make it look harder. It, he's got right. that grace and smoothness to well, him. He's definitely he's under control on the field. Um, he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, he's, he's, I think, uh, the reason that our infield has solidified, I thought, I think defensively, uh, it's like all of a sudden everything kind of calmed down. I think um, Gallo going to second helped him, uh, helped Gallo in that he's more comfortable. I think he feels more comfortable second anyway. Mm -hmm. So he's made some nice plays. At the same time, his offense has increased, which is nice. Um, Smigowski going to first ended up being, I think that's more of his natural position anyway. And then and Jack moving to third, I thought he's played it fairly well. Uh, and at the same time, he, he's found 
his offensive stroke. So now with Smig is swinging it, um, House swung the bat fairly well. Um, competitive up there, knows what he's doing. Um, so it's like all of a sudden, you know, we have our infield starting to swing the bat fairly well. Uh, Garibay swinging the bat good. Bowman swinging the bat. You know, Long end up having like four hits, I think, in the last two games. So that, that's nice. It ends up extending our lineup, right, So which, which is going to help us create more runs. And if we can just limit the, the, the defensive lapses, I think, and give, giving the other team uh, extra opportunities, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll surprise a lot of guys. I'm glad you said that about Long because I didn't put that down in my bullet points, but how about him coming back those last two games after Colin Hannigan had caught, what, those three or four in mm-hmm. a row, probably let, I don't want to assume anything, <clears throat> but let Justin – Take breathe. a deep, take a deep breath. He yeah. he started like 21, 22 straight games. How, mm-hmm. So both sides of that, the job Colin did, but then Justin coming back refreshed. Right. He had four hits the last two games. Right. So I mean, in 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 Long's case, I thought, I thought he was tired, uh, and I was and I was thinking about how we were using him, and we were basically just riding him, and he he was he ended up looking like it was just like a little bit lethargic, more lethargic as the weekend went on. So we were like, hmm, maybe we need to, you know. Give him a break, you know, recover, get his legs going. Um, and at the same time, uh, Hannigan did a good job catching. His energy was great. It's infectious. The guys like throwing to him, so which is great. Um, so we, to be able to get him in and get a few games in uh, was great for us, um, as it was for Hannigan. I think, you know, Justin started to get a little more, hey, I, I, I want to get in there. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to get in there. So, you know, he, he got ended up, ended up going in on, on Saturday. I thought he caught a very good, very good game on the defensive side. Uh, I thought he swung the bat very well. He was very, um, you know, he got on base a, a lot. He turned the lineup over, you know, created opportunities for us. So that, that's great. I mean, if we can get somebody like that in, in, in the bottom of the lineup where they can turn the lineup over and create some rallies for us for the top of the lineup, I think good things are to come. All right, lastly, we got Coach Karash coming up next. Um, we usually think football from strength and conditioning, but it's uh, equally vital on the baseball side of things. Uh, tell us a little bit about Coach that we might not know. I think he's the greatest strength coach in the world. <laughs> okay. Wait till you get a chance to talk to him. <laughs> no, he's great. He he's, uh, definitely pays attention to what's happening. Um, all There's no, no um, eyewash workouts. Everything's functional and for a reason. Um, that's why we love having him around. Um, so we're happy to have him, and, and I think the guys benefit from, from him. All right, Coach, thanks much. Thank you. Bixby Family Head Baseball Coach of our Rice Owls, Jose Cruz Jr. He'll be back as we uh, preview the upcoming week's action in a bit. But uh, aforementioned greatest strength coach in the world coming up. Uh, what, what a get we have here. Coach, uh, coach Karash coming up next. This is uh, back at Foot Ruckers. More of the Jose Cruz Jr. show from Learfield. The lights, the sounds, the cameras, the electricity. If you can feel it, hear it, see it, chances are an IBEW electrician built it. The members of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Local 716 built the things that make Rice University and Houston great, and we want you to join us. Excellent training, fantastic benefits in retirement, and zero student loan debt. Build a better career. To find out more, visit IBEW716.net. Rockets fans, AT&T Sportsnet is your home for everything Rockets. And the Rockets have come from behind! Stay up to date with your favorite team and follow ATT Sportsnet SW on social media for exclusive content. I'm excited. Go behind the scenes with Kaylee Griffin for insight on what's going on around the team. We get set for what's sure to be a season to remember. Plus, new episodes of Rockets All Access. Turn to ATT Sportsnet from pregame to postgame. Watch every game only on ATT Sportsnet. Have no post-game plans? You do now. Head down the street to Little Woodrow's in Rice Village and relax over indoor and outdoor games, sports, and drink specials that a college student can't refuse. All you have to do is bring your student ID to enjoy $2.50 domestic drafts. Also, don't miss out on our Thursday college nights as we've got $2 domestic drafts and $3 shots. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay updated on all our upcoming events and specials. Little Woodrow's, the official Rice Owls game day headquarters. Attention Owls fans, you can now support Rice every day thanks to the Tap and Pay Plus mobile app. It's simple. You shop with Tap and Pay Plus, earn instant cash back along the way, and Tap and Pay Plus will donate back to Rice Athletics for you. Just go to the App Store and download Tap and Pay Plus, select Rice Athletics as your cause, and start rewarding yourself while supporting your school. 
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. Welcome back to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Here again, the voice of the Owls, J.P. Heath. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back here at Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburgers. We grill at Utah, but they have this huge neon sign to the back, the lever of cheese, the soda machines, and the uh, great, great rice friends that are around here every Monday night here the rest of the season. Joined now by, now hard to believe, now eighth-year assistant strength and conditioning coach Rick Karash. We call him Crash, though. Crash, how are we doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I've obviously been at Rice for a minute, so it's <laughs> nice to be on the radio show. Yeah, it was funny, not that they care about our off-air conversations, but eight years, I was thinking, oh, he came on with Coach Graham. Then we both agreed, no, nah, it wasn't Coach Graham, but it was uh, the Ben, ben Braun era. Ben Braun, yeah. Last year, the Ben Braun era. So... Talk about your time at Rice and how you, you, you've moved around different sports but still uh, found your, your home back to baseball, which is uh, big in your strength training past too. Yeah, no, I've uh, obviously had a pleasure being at Rice now for a while, so the opportunity to work with good, the young men here has been excellent. Um, I've always worked with baseball and I've had different sports along the way, but right now I work baseball and women's tennis. So how'd you end up at Rice? Uh, fortunate to, to kind of land here at a baseball background, worked at a junior college, worked on the private side, um, interned at the Division One, and uh, also interned with the Rockets, and then finally landed here at Rice and had an opportunity to work with Coach Braun and Coach Graham. So tell us, what, what's the strength training? Again, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, specifics we won't understand, but uh, the strength training for baseball versus Basketball is different for football, obviously, not a huge concept. Different sports require different muscle groups. So uh, how do you structure things for baseball and a whole holistic approach I was reading about you? Right. I think the, the two primary things is, one, we want to increase player durability so they have a better chance to stay on the field and be available and work with coaches and continue to improve their skills. But secondly, we obviously want to enhance athletic development. And like you said, even like as Coach Cruz has brought up, you know, a holistic environment of, you know, we, we play a lot of attention to our, you know, mobility, movement prep, um, nutrition's important, sleep's important, especially to school with Rice where you have multiple demands from the academic side. Our players' ability to recover and adapt to the training that we present, present to them is very important. Even in the time that you've been here, are there still imagined advances, like in all other technologies and still from oh, yeah. the uh, kinesiology standpoint with the development of the body and how you, how you treat it in that short time? Absolutely. Uh, we're always looking to stay on the cutting edge. Um, we've been able to integrate some more technology, especially with Coach Cruz. has been able to improve our resources, and we've added a couple new pieces this year. Um, really, our goal at Rice is because they have so many demands on their schedule from school um, and feel that we want to be as efficient as possible. So how can we optimize what we're giving each individual and how do we bring each player up? Obviously, two players in the same position may need different things, but how can we be as efficient as possible in giving them what they need? There's recent news about the uh, Houston Methodist Sports Performance Center. Uh, how, how does that figure in down the line? Explain how that's going to benefit Rice student-athletes down the line. I think it's going to be huge for us because it's going to allow us to, to be on the cutting edge with technology, with resources. I mean, we have the Med Center across the street. Obviously, we have engineering and some of the kinese departments on campus that provide you know a ton of resources for us. So finding ways to integrate into a holistic model of player development where the athlete can be center stage and we need to help each person maximize their potential while they're here at Rice. I know we'll have uh, Cody Derby on the athletic training side. Maybe. I'm not, I didn't see the roster, so maybe you, you, you'll answer for Cody coming up here. <laughs> um, but on, when you're working with him, how do you know when to, to push a guy? Uh, I'm sure you're working with the trainers because you don't want to push too much. But at the same time, that, that could be different for different sports. But doesn't it come down to the athlete, oh, yeah. the athlete too? I think the, the support staff as a whole is, is important to have. We, we try to avoid silos, so we try to communicate. So not only Cody, but Roberta Andy, our nutritionist, uh, Rob Hardy with player development, uh, on, as coaches on the field as well. Um, we all got to understand what we're asking the players of, and we don't want to ask too much of them. Um, but we all need to be able to get our work done. All right. As, as Coach Cruz gave you the big billing, the uh, greatest 
strength trainer of all time. Uh, so what, what's your favorite rice, rice moment? Do you have uh, in the eight years, uh, do you have one that, that stands out that you've been in the dugout for or on the sideline for? Obviously, the Super Regional was, is, stands front and center. Um, we've had a number of good teams, but you know, even seeing our guys grow every year is, is, is special. This year, we've had a number of guys come back um, training the offseason that are playing professionally, and I think that was also an, in, a nice moment to see guys come full circle of playing here, developing here, and then going off playing, and then coming back through. Um, I think Cruz has done an outstanding job of turning, bringing the alumni back into campus and making it still like a, a family atmosphere um, within our baseball program. So can I assume baseball was your favorite sport growing up? Did you play? I played baseball for a while. I also played hockey. Um, hockey, I heard a little bit of it there. Okay. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I think baseball is, is really unique from a strength condition perspective because you want guys to be super athletic. You want them to be super powerful, but they also got to be able to play five, six games a week. Um, so from a complexity standpoint, there's a lot of moving parts from relievers to starters to everyday guys to guys on the bench. And so we try to, at least within the in-season model, identify what guys need a certain amount of work, and then we try to fill in the gap. So a guy that doesn't play all weekend may need a little extra work. Mm-hmm. A guy that plays all weekend may need some more recovery. So I talked to the different strength coaches in the three sports I cover, football, basketball, and you, baseball. Talk, talk over our head a little bit. What, what are the new advances or what are, what are some of the new philosophies or techniques that could be coming along that uh, – don't uh, that that maybe that, that we didn't know about a few years ago. Uh, I think the again kind of what I mentioned earlier, trying to individualize and give the guys what they need. So we bought a, a 1080 sprint unit this year, um, which we're able to use. It's basically robotic technology to do assisted and resisted sprinting, and so we can look at a player that runs maybe the same 40 or 60 time, but they both accomplish it differently. One guy may be better as an accelerator, one guy may be better at top speed, and so then understanding how we evaluate it. Um, with a 1080, we can then, on the backside, be able to train their weaknesses to try to improve their sprint. All right. A question I also always ask Coach Straub in football when he comes, who's the sneaky strongest guy on the team? You go by <laughs> those kind of metrics. Like, I don't know if you go by squad or bench. You know, we track a number of metrics, and I always get this question as well of, you okay. know, who, who's, out, who's the most outstanding in this area and that area? Um, I generally shy away from that because we want guys that are well-rounded. Okay. Um, so we want guys that are able to, be powerful, be explosive, be strong, um, move their bodies well. Um, and then I think there's a huge mental side. So a guy that would stick out for me, maybe Cooper Chandler, of every day he comes to the workout, the mindset's the same. He's intentional, he's thoughtful, he's very, very much the same person every day um, in the way he works and carries himself. And I think he's been a good example um, to some of our younger guys of what it takes to get to that next level of you can't have a great workout one day, then not the next day. I mean, he has... He comes in and gives best effort every day. We had De Leon on last week. Coach had called him the fittest guy on the team. Uh, what's, what's Alex do that, that kind of sets him out for that, that honor? He's, he's very similar to Cooper in, in that respect of like our older guys that have matured in understanding what they need to do to get ready for game day, how to give their, their best, and they, they know how to get their work in. You know, when our, our guys come in as freshmen, I think there's a learning curve of being able to manage the academic calendar, being able to act, manage the athletic calendar. Um, then figure out where they can get their work. And so I think it's a, a maturation process that we try to help facilitate. Um, and guys kind of learn their body, learn their routine, and that way they can help maximize their potential towards the end of their career. I like it, Crash. Appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Always Thanks good so seeing you. Appreciate it. Rick Crash of the Owls, the, the greatest strength training coach of all time, whatever it is Coach said earlier. We go on the uh, player side coming up next. We'll talk to Hal Hughes coming up here. Back from Fuddruckers next with more of the Jose Cruz Jr. Show from Learfield. Houston, we have a cocktail. All hands canned cocktails are made with six times distilled craft vodka at a sturdy 10% ABV to ensure you never have to sacrifice the quality of your provisions. Now available in six natural flavors, including raspberry lemonade, ruby red grapefruit, cherry limeade, cranberry, and vodka soda at Vodka Tonic Classics. Follow the adventure on Instagram at, at DrinkAllHands and try these bar strength cocktails for yourself at the next game. All hands, damn fine cocktails. Proud sponsor of Rice Athletics. Head on over to Little Woodrow's in Rice Village. They've got post-game drink specials a college student can't refuse. On Thursdays, enjoy college nights with $2 domestic drafts and $3 shots. Any other day, bring your Rice ID and get more great specials. With a large patio deck, board games, and trivia nights, Little Woodrow's is definitely the place to be. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date with our upcoming events. Little Woodrow's, the official Rice Owls game day headquarters. 
Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Attention Owls fans. You can now support Rice every day thanks to the Tap and Pay Plus mobile app. It's simple. You shop with Tap and Pay Plus, earn instant cash back along the way, and Tap and Pay Plus will donate back to Rice Athletics for you. Just go to the App Store and download Tap and Pay Plus, select Rice Athletics as your cause, and start rewarding yourself while supporting your school. Big trip on the horizon? Before you depart, you gotta park. The parking spot is a simpler, easier way to navigate airport parking, and you can save when you book online. You're guaranteed a spot, and we even pick you up at your trunk in our yellow and black spotted shuttles and take you straight to the terminal. Parking and saving come full circle at the parking spot. The parking spot, proud sponsor of Rice University. Visit theparkingspot.com to reserve your spot today. Live at Fuddruckers at the Houston Greenway Plaza, this is the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Now alongside the coach, let's rejoin J.P. Heath. Ms. Bixby, you can clap whenever you want, okay? You can clap whenever you want. Thank you. Welcome back from Fuddruckers. More of the uh, Jose Cruz Jr. Show. We'll have uh, Jack Rydell, the hot corner, joining us next. And then uh, Coach Cruz will come back talking about the Sam Houston and UTSA games coming up this week. But join now by the one and the only number three on your Rice Owls roster, Hal Hughes. Good evening, sir. How are things? Doing well. How are you? Outstanding. Yeah, you get, you get the big round of applause there. So uh, what's Hal stand for? I, I, I never asked you that. Just Hal. Just That's Hal. it. All I got is three letters. Okay. Yep, I like nothing it. more. Nice and simple, right? Mm-hmm. So you've come back, what, seven, eight games now. I, I might have asked you this off mic, but just um, – uh, how, how does it feel finally getting back? Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked a lot leading up to it and the frustration of the injury, but then you get the reward of playing again. Yeah, so the past couple of weeks has been great, just being able to play again. Um, I waited a long time. It was really tough, like, being hurt a week before the season started, so that was devastating. Then I had time to wait, kind of get myself ready mentally, get ready to go, and now that I'm playing again, it's been, it's been awesome, and I'm enjoying it. From your side, you heard me ask Coach this earlier, um, and, and you might not want to toot your own horn here, but the defense has settled down on the infield. With you coming back, and Pierce was in your chair last week, he was talking about being more comfortable, and kind of you're like the safety blanket over there at short. F- from what you've seen these seven, eight games, uh, how, how have things settled down from your perspective? Yeah, I think we've been playing really good defense, especially in the infield. Um, I kind of just came back knowing that was my role just to kind of go in there and make the plays, make the routine play. And I think it's helped settle some guys down. Like, like we talked about, Pierce has been doing a great job. He's playing a really good second base. He, uh, he turns the double play really well. So I like playing up the middle with him a lot. Um, Jack's been playing great. Jack's been swinging it. I think Jack's really settled in defensively too. So I think Jack's made great improvements recently. So I just I like what we're doing in the infield right now as far as playing defense. All right. I want to work through an example here. And because Pierce said something last week about things settling down for him on the offensive side. But I'll give you, let's say you've got runners at, at you're on defense. First and second, there's one out, and their three-hole hitter is up. Give us some of the situation. And he hit a double last time, whatever. But give, give us some of the things that are working through your mind from the shortstop perspective. Because as Pierce uh, I've been saving this question for a week. He's like, man, y'all are, y'all are running through stuff. Even I, I, I didn't even c- c- comprehend that you're running through all these different scenarios. Yeah, so I'm pretty big on communication, especially playing shortstop. Even if like, I'm trying to get the other guys in the right position, I'm also walking it through for myself. So I tell Pierce a lot of stuff. Like first and second, three hole, I might be over a little bit in the six hole if it's a righty. So I'm going to tell Pierce he's got to turn the double play with Jack. Me and him are turning it, and he'll probably turn it with the pitcher. So it's just pre-pitched communication stuff, and I think Pierce gets a little annoyed with how much I'm in his ear <laughs> over there. But, I mean, it's just kind of I'm, I'm checking on myself. I'm checking on him. So it's just the communication, I think, is important. 
What's it been like with Coach Janish? Uh, he's had glowing things to say about you defensively, but uh, obviously working with a, an Owl legend like that, and he did it a long time in the big leagues, what have you gleaned from him? Yeah, I mean, I've learned a ton from Coach Janish over the past couple years. Like, that's a guy for me that I really try to model my game after. He played unbelievable defense his entire career, and that's something that I try to do. So I've learned a lot from him. I talk to him a lot. I try to pick his brain as often as I can. And he just does a really good job of developing our infielders, especially the young guys. What, what was it like making the transition from, or what did LSU teach you before coming here and kind of develop you at, off the field and, and obviously on the field too? Yeah, well, playing at LSU, I kind of got thrown into the fire pretty early. So I had to learn how to play in those tough environments and settle myself down and just get comfortable slowing the game down. And I think that's what I really took the most from playing there. And that's what I try to help, help our young guys here with. And I just try to keep playing relaxed and try to slow the game down, even here, as much as I can. So for the two people out there that may not know, Hal's dad, Pete, head coach at Kansas State, was it kind of destined you'd be a shortstop then? I mean, it seems like the coach's son in basketball is the point guard. In football, they're the quarterback. In baseball, it seems like they're the shortstop. What, mm-hmm. what is it about that, that coach's son vibe that, that it seems to have suited you well, too? Yeah, I think that is a pretty common thing. I know Trey plays shortstop, uh, yeah. Coach Cruz's son, so, and he does a great job with it. Um, but I think it's probably just a leadership role. And I know as far as me growing up, I, I just grew up an infielder. My brother and I, we always loved taking ground balls. So we kind of have learned that position from my past previous players. And I guess that's kind of how I got into it. So you had stops. I know you've told me in the past um, when we were at Old Dominion how we were, I guess, kind of close to Blacksburg. But you've had Boston as your hometown. You've been at Norman where you graduated high school. How, how did that well round you and even kind of develop into the Rice experience where it's a, a diverse student population? But you, you've been around since, since you were single-digit age. You've been around so many different types of people. I imagine that was a good kind of prepping zone for you. Yeah, definitely. I've lived in a lot of places, met a lot of people, had to make friends pretty quickly. So I had to learn how to adapt. Um, but that's why I think I'm just comfortable going to new environments. That's why I was comfortable transferring to Rice because I'm used to moving around a lot. Um, so I think that's how it's helped me throughout my life. Going to get coached, get K-State on the schedule next year, or like last year? or is that Yeah. Not, not anything you want to take part in? Again, yeah, or? I think I'll just take a back seat to that one. I'll let, <laughs> I'll let those guys handle it on the field. Yeah, you're answering it like a big leaguer already. Uh, discuss what does need to be done. As It's a no-secret coach talked about. Y'all are going through some tough times. But as one of the team leaders, how, how do you boost them up and say, hey, it's still a long season, but you obviously want to get winning as soon as possible? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've definitely had some struggles, but I feel like we're getting a lot better. Better and we're playing a lot better week by week. I think Coach Cruz is doing a great job of getting us prepared to play and even just kind of riding the ups and downs of the season. You know, for the young guys, we're getting a lot of guys' experience, and I see a lot of guys are improving. So I think it's just only up from here. Your favorite class at Rice or most challenging class? Or they could be the same answer. Stand-up comedy. Yeah, I'm in a stand-up <laughs> comedy class right now. So that's all right, you're not joking one. here. Not really? joking at all. Okay, yeah. I, I did not know there was a class, stand-up comedy. You no. going to give us a sample? Nah, don't Some ask imp- me for is any Is it like jokes. an improv class, or what is it? Yeah, it's, it's an improv class, and I have to give a five-minute set and two Mondays as a final project, so I'm working on that. We've got to... We've got to get this. The material can, is not ready, so can you give us I'll, a sample? I'll have to save it. <laughs> what, what, what's, what's your sample? Are we? What, what, what time? Like, do you have a comedian? You're at least like who? Who are you pattering your uh, I, your game after? Who, who are you scouting? Yeah, to? well, Jerry Seinfeld's my favorite. Okay, I think he's a goat, greatest of all time. So that's someone I'm trying to replicate a little bit. His okay. style. Um, back in my day, when I was your age, they had CDs that had comedy albums. I had the uh, Jerry Seinfeld CD. Uh, I'm telling you for the last time. That was the name. Have you listened to that one? I have not. That's a good one. Check it out. The Halloween bit. Candy, candy. I don't know. (laughs) It's not funny to them. But um, tell us a little bit about Jack coming up. Uh, Give us kind of uh, inside the dugout slash locker room scoop. But keep in mind, he's got return fire Okay. On you. He's, yeah. got, he's got the mullet game working. I mean, it's, he's yeah. really owning that. He's obviously hitting well lately. It's working for him. Yeah, definitely. The hair is helping him out. It's, getting, it's helping him get his hits. I think Jack's big humor guy, one of the funnier guys in the locker room. Okay. So I'll give him that. 
Okay. Yeah. So I think you got some jokes to expect from Jack. Okay. Even more than the stand-up yeah, comedy Yeah, more guy. than me, for okay. sure. Hey, Hal, appreciate you. Uh, on, on and off, Mike, appreciate the wisdom and the insight. Appreciate Keep it going, okay? Thanks, JP. The appreciate Hal Hughes joining us here at the uh, Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Coming up, we will talk to uh, Jack Rydell. Back from Fuddruckers next. More the Jose Cruz Jr. Show from Learfield. Everybody's got a burger. No matter what your burger, Fuddruckers has it. Each morning, we make the freshest buns for the world's greatest hamburger. Whatever craving combo you have, our buns have you covered. 100% all-American premium cut beef cooked to order. Add delicious toppings to pile high. Then head over to our build-your-own produce bar with fresh ingredients to create your crave. Our burger coasters are waiting for you at Fuddruckers. Doubletree by Hilton Houston Medical Center Hotel and Suites is the preferred hotel for anybody visiting the medical center, the museum district, or Rice University. We offer the largest suites in the medical center, complete with full kitchens, and our full-service restaurant and outdoor pool will make your stay complete. We look forward to having you experience the Doubletree by Hilton Houston Medical Center Hotel and Suites soon, and if you need a group rate or 10 or more rooms, don't forget to call 713-528-7744. That's 713-528-7744. We interrupt your top 40 hits to issue this alert from the Carbach Brewing Company. In our efforts to brew our distinct and popular Hopadillo IPA, we have unwittingly created a monster. A monster with an insatiable thirst. A monster that will not stop until it gets what it wants. An ice-cold Hopadillo IPA. Just like the one I'm holding in my hand. Bold. Flavorful. Dry hopped. Irresistible. No. Sweet Mary! Hopadillo. Find it before it finds you. Bravely brewed in Texas by the Carbach Brewing Company. The lights, the sounds, the cameras, the electricity. If you can feel it, hear it, see it, chances are an IBEW electrician built it. The members of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Local 716 built the things that make Rice University and Houston great, and we want you to join us. Excellent training, fantastic benefits in retirement, and zero student loan debt. Build a better career. To find out more, visit IBEW716.net. College sports fans now have access to hundreds of weekly podcasts that zero in on the college sports world. Now available in the Varsity Podcast Network and part of the new Varsity app. The app is free and available from wherever you get your favorite apps. Download the Varsity app today to have access to hundreds of national podcasts as well as your favorite team-focused podcasts. The Varsity Podcast Network now available for free on the Varsity app. Download from the App Store and listen today. Welcome back to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Here again, the voice of the Owls, J.P. Heath. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. We are here at Fuddruckers on the Southwest Freeway talking to the one and the only proud member of the Memorial Mafia on the team, Mr. Jack Rydell. Jack, how are things? I'm doing great, JP. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for, for coming on. When Kirby and I were, were talking about possible options, your name was at, obviously at the top of the list. Speak to... This weekend, um, how it's not just about the weekend, but things really uh, coming to a head here and hitting the two home runs. And while you'd rather have the wins, I know, but you seem to be settling into a groove now. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I just went out there this weekend, and uh, my goal was to just try to help the team. Uh, I was in the leadoff spot for the first two games, so I just tried to uh, set the tone. And uh, once my time came around, next time in the lineup, I just tried to get a good pitch to hit and put a good swing on it. You've hit leadoff a few times this year, but what's the different approach, if there is one, or is you keep that same approach if you're hitting sixth or hitting, hitting leadoff? You know, usually when uh, I'm later in the lineup, I try to be aggressive super early in the count. Um, I've talked with Coach Cruz about it, uh, about being in the leadoff, and he always says that, you know, don't be afraid to take that first pitch and uh, see where that arm angle is, see what kind of movement he has on the ball. So, um I did that, and it ended up working out well for me. I know you'd played third base a few other times this season, right? So mm -hmm. explain adjusting to third. There's no, not too many soft rollers there sometimes, I guess, but your adjustment to third because you've played around the diamond some this year too. Right. It's, uh, it's two different approaches from uh, second and third. I mean, second, it almost feels like you have all the time in the world at sometimes, and uh, third, it's like you kind of 
you just got to get low and you got to be ready uh, before that pitch is even delivered. Yeah. What did you play at Memorial mainly? I played shortstop at Memorial. Okay. Mm-hmm. Isn't that usually the case? I mean, I don't know why I even asked that, but most infielders, heck, most even outfielders are going to play center field. They adjust. Is, isn't that usually the case? Right, right. Yeah. A, a whole lot of recruiting is center fielders and shortstops. Yeah. So you're not going up to Howe. Now, Howe, what you need to do here is do this. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. He's got, a, he's got a good idea of what he's doing. Yeah. Speak to that Memorial Mafia, Howe. Uh, trivia question. Can you name the other members of your uh, Memorial Mafia as I've clicked on Coach Crash's page here? But I'm sure you know them by of heart. Of course, of course. So we got Ben Dukes. He's in my grade. We got Tom Vincent. He's also in my grade. And Jared Plank. Okay. Do you know the uh, who would be a – did you come to Rice Games growing up? I did. I did. Okay. And any former Memorial Owls that were later Owls that were your favorite? Any other former Owls of the past? Let's test your Rice and Memorial trivia here. So, actually, uh, when I was in high school, um, I hit with Justin Collins a lot. And uh, he was a good guy to hit with, um, local guy. Um, so, yeah, we had a good relationship. When, so you go to North Carolina out of the pandemic season in 2020. You make your way uh, back here. I want to ask you directly, was that an easy decision make coming back home? Because I never want to assume, oh, I mean, just when you decide to transfer, he's it, like, but, but kind of diagram that process from your perspective. Absolutely. Um, my my uh, main thing coming out of high school was trying to kind of get away from home, uh, grow up a little bit and go to a good school, good baseball and I did that. Things didn't really work out the way I thought they would, and um, talked with my parents, and uh, was blessed with the opportunity to come back home. And so I thought if I was going to do this whole process again, I want to be definitely closer to home, closer with my family, and uh, at a great school. I was talking about Coach Yanish with Hal, and I've also talked about you with Coach Yanish from an infield perspective. Do you think you've settled in, like, because you're, you're getting that extensive playing time now and you think you finally you, – you seem like a guy comfortable in his own cleats or skin or whatever the metaphor. Absolutely. Um, comfortability comes with getting reps and uh, getting in there. It's good to talk to Coach Yanish, um, even to talk with Hal. Hal really has helped me out defensively. Um, like, even before some games, he'll, he'll see me taking ground balls and he'll be like, dude, just breathe. Calm down. Just breathe. <laughs> and uh, it's good to have him. He's a great leader. And uh, – I appreciate him a lot. I should have asked how this, but who are your favorite baseball players growing up on the professional sense, major league baseball sense? I, I, I assume Astros. I don't want to assume that too. But yeah, no. Any? When I was super little, I loved Lance Berkman. He okay. Was, he was one of my favorites. Uh, now it's uh, I love Springer. I love Correa. Uh, mostly all the Astros. So be honest. No, nobody's watching. Nobody's listening. We're, we're playing. Um, HBU a couple of times. You look over there. Oh, that's that's Lance Berkman. Or mm-hmm. you kind of like big league and say, oh, that doesn't that doesn't make a big <laughs> no, deal. No, to no, no. It, it's great. It was awesome. Uh, knew that they played together, and it was awesome getting to uh, play against him. All right. Now to the real matter at hand. Motivation for the mullet. You baseball guys are quirky sorts with your hair, your facial hair. We had Bullman on a couple weeks ago. We got De Leon with the mustache. You with the mullet. Uh, Hal doesn't have bad hair either. So where's the, the mullet inspiration come from? It's kind of it's crazy. Um, I, <laughs> all through high school, I kind of had longer hair. Uh, throughout my years at North Carolina, I had uh, longer hair. I came back to, I came to Rice and think the first thing I did was got a buzz cut. Just shaved it all off. Yeah. Surprised everybody. Nobody knew what was going on. Uh, <laughs> my hair came back uh, in the winter. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do something new again, see if it works out. I went with the mullet. Uh, I love it. It's got gives me a little bit of attitude, uh, so it's great. <laughs> Who's got the next, I assume you're going to say yourself, the next best hair on the team? Um, I'm, I'm sure that's been discussed or trash-talked. Hal likes to think it's him, but I'm not really <laughs> sure about all that. <laughs> okay, so not only do we have the left side of the infield here tonight, we got the guys with the uh, self-professed best hair right, on the team. Right, right, right. Okay, sure. so, so what, what happens to get rid of the mullet? Is, is, is this staying? We've got to know. The fashion folks have to know. What, what, is it staying long-term, going through summer ball, next fall? How, what are we doing here? I think I'm just going to ride it out until things go pretty bad. Okay, so just so keep it going. If things turn really bad, then it'll go. But if it's going well, I'm going to keep it. Yeah, like most other baseball stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, so Hal had the fire on you. You got returned fire now. He, he went pretty easy on you, uh, the, the veteran, the wise uh, statement he had. So uh, give us a, a little on Hal there that we might – I guess him, he let us know you were the, 
the funny guy, but here, here's the stand-up comic calling you that. So no, no, how's how's a good dude? He's a really he's like the leader of our locker room, so he's great to be around. Um, you just talk to him, and you can tell that he cares about you, and he cares about the team, and he's all about winning. So um, he's just a great leader for our team, and uh, a really key piece to our overall team. Favorite baseball movie. <sighs> Yeah, just came out. Yeah, Sandlot for sure. Okay, respectable. Sandlot. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not mentioned as much. You like Field of Dreams? I like that... Field of Dreams, but Sandlot's, okay. Sandlot's my number one. Okay, for sure. no Bull Durham? Close? It's close. But okay, all yeah. right. Hey, Jack, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate it. The Jack Rydell joining us here at the high table here at Fuddruckers. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Bixby family at baseball coach Jose Cruz Jr. joins us again. This is the Jose Cruz Jr. show from Learfield. We interrupt your top 40 hits to issue this alert from the Carbach Brewing Company. In our efforts to brew our distinct and popular Hopadillo IPA, we have unwittingly created a monster. A monster with an insatiable thirst. A monster that will not stop until it gets what it wants. An ice-cold Hopadillo IPA. Just like the one I'm holding in my hand. Bold. Flavorful. Dry-hopped. Irresistible. No. Sweet Mary! Hopadillo. Find it before it finds you. Bravely brewed in Texas by the Carbach Brewing Company. Big trip on the horizon? Before you depart, you gotta park. The parking spot is a simpler, easier way to navigate airport parking, and you can save when you book online. You're guaranteed a spot, and we even pick you up at your trunk in our yellow and black spotted shuttles and take you straight to the terminal. Parking and saving come full circle at the parking spot. The parking spot, proud sponsor of Rice University. Visit theparkingspot.com to reserve your spot today. You know who makes the world's greatest hamburgers? You do. Only Fuddruckers allows you to completely customize your burger with endless ways to create your crave. You'll always have gourmet perfection in your hands. You might even earn a PhD in burger building while doing it. Visit Fuddruckers today. Every time you come to Fuddruckers, you have the power to create your crave. We like to call it CYC. CYC means you select your bun, the size of your burger, and the burger is cooked your way. And don't forget about our abundant variety of delicious toppings. CYC, only at Fuddruckers. Doubletree by Hilton Houston Medical Center Hotel and Suites is the preferred hotel for anybody visiting the Medical Center, the Museum District, or Rice University. We offer the largest suites in the Medical Center, complete with full kitchens, and our full-service restaurant and outdoor pool will make your stay complete. We look forward to having you experience the Doubletree by Hilton Houston Medical Center Hotel and Suites soon, and if you need a group rate or 10 or more rooms, don't forget to call 713-528-7744. That's 713-528-7744. Live at Fuddruckers at the Houston Greenway Plaza, this is the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Now alongside the coach, let's rejoin J.P. Heath. Thank you, thank you. Welcome back. The uh, final segment here, the Jose Cruz Jr. Show here at Fuddruckers, 7 until 8 p.m. every Monday night for the rest of the season. Bixby family at baseball coach Jose Cruz Jr. Uh, Coach, we uh, swing up I-45 tomorrow. Uh, playing at Sam Houston, and I know with head coach J.C. Arani's team, they just uh, swept their WAC series, but uh, very talented team, and you had the offense working last time at home against them, didn't you? Yeah, they, they, were, um, they were a little battered when they came to us. I think they were light on the pitching side, which we took full advantage of. Um, I think they're definitely uh, marked their calendar down for a little revenge game against us tomorrow. Um, but at, at the end of the day, it's like they're a very offensive team, well-coached team. We've got to go up there and, and put it to them, pitch well, and, and, and play some D and put some pressure on them, and, and we can definitely pull it off. I see Perkins starting Perkins tomorrow. is starting. What, yes. do, what do you need to see from him? Is that a – I, think, I yeah. think if he throws strikes, he's really difficult to hit. Um, I think one of the times, one of the conversations I had with him was, I mean, I don't know how I take you out of the game when you only gave up one hit. You know, it was just yeah. like – he ends up just starting to spray the ball around a little bit more than, than he cares to, more than, than we care to see it, really. Um, but I think if he throws strikes, I think we're, we're going to have a good day. how I feel about it. All right, and UTSA coming up this weekend. Another Rice guy, Patrick Hallmark. Uh, he's done well with them. Uh, they're 21-11. and 11. They, had a, uh, they took two or three at Old Dominion. And they won eight of their last nine. They won against number two Stanford this year. And they won at number 11 TCU. So he's, he's tracking well for them. I guess his third season there now. Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely a, a 
very feisty competitor. He's been that way his entire life. Uh, I've known Pat for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, he, his team is uh, just very pesky. They're, they're offensive. They're, they're, they grind it out. I think their, their pitching competes. I mean, um, I don't know if they'd have the arms that La Tech does, but they compete, and, and this kind of how his, his coaching style, they just go about it like he, like he used to go about it. So they're, they're com- they compete. I mean, they're definitely we have to pitch well to, to try to shut down some of that offense and at the same time trying to take advantage uh, of their pitching as much as we can. I think we have the offense to do it. So we just got to go out there and prove it. I mean, it, it's bound to happen sooner or later for us. Refresh me on my Rice baseball history. Did you two overlap? Oh, at, 100%. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. So obviously, but old Westbury guy, him. Bill Air guy, his, you. His, yeah. his, I'll, I'll tell you how far we go back. My first baseball team, my first ever baseball coach was his father. So his father was my first baseball coach. Um, so we played together uh, f- until we were 18 years old. We were on the same summer team uh, every year. So we were close. Uh, we had a lot of the same friends. I mean, we were rivals in high school. He went to Westbury. I was yeah. the Bel Air. Um, but then next thing you know, we were, we were definitely trying to get him back from junior college to come to Rice. And he was definitely a big part uh, of our success in 1995 when we uh, played together. Can't wait for that this weekend. Coach, talk to you tomorrow in Huntsville. Appreciate it. All right, sounds good. Bixby Family at Baseball Coach of our Rice Owls, Jose Cruz Jr. Another show coming up next week, 7 to 8 here at Fuddruckers. Uh, thanks to our great player guest tonight, uh, Jack Rydell, Hal Hughes, and thanks to the greatest strength and conditioning coach of all time, Rick Karash. And I appreciate you all for coming out. Thanks to uh, Walter Engineering, Jamie with Learfield, and Zach back at the studio. Have a great rest of this night. God bless. Go Owls. Rice fight. We'll talk to you tomorrow up from the pines of East Texas there in Huntsville. This has been the Jose Cruz Jr. Show from Fuddruckers here from Learfield. On the Rice Owls Sports Network from Learfield, you've been listening to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show live at Fuddruckers at the Houston Greenway Plaza. Tonight's show is brought to you by AT&T Sportsnet, IBEW Local Union 716, Carbach, crafted for serious fun, and by Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburgers. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Rice Sports Network.